Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line. Hi, and welcome to my show. This is Deborah Butler and People Know Stuff. And today I have Professor Tad Kowalski, and he is a professor at the Poznan University of Economics and Business. This is in Poland. It's actually in Western Poland. And he is here to talk to us about stuff he knows regarding why understanding economics will be helpful to you. And I might add that Professor Kowalski is typically studying policy and international economics, but he has agreed to speak with us more at an individual level. And to talk to us about, first of all, why does economics matter and an understanding of economics matter? And how can you, the man on the street, get a better understanding of economics so that you can use it in a more predictive way? And really, what is it useful for? So thank you so much, Tad, for joining us. And thank you for agreeing to make the vast knowledge you have about economics accessible to the everyday person. So welcome, Tad. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, let me try to to describe uh, how and why we should uh, study and learn economics. Um, Why? Uh, Because as consumers, uh, we are very much dependent on what is going on in economies where we live. We consume, we have to plan our behavior, we have to take into consideration certain risks, and we have to be aware of risks. And what is extremely important for us in the role of consumers, because Please remember, to be a consumer, you have to be an employee or you have to be rich enough not to work, but still you have to have a foundation of your, uh, cons- uh, of your behavior as a consumer. So that's why it is so, it is so important. We have, um, why? Because I've mentioned risks, but th- another issue which we have to be aware of is that our impact on the economy is minimal. We have no impact whatsoever, only our mass behavior. So you could say that the economy happens to us. Exactly. Of course, we have some impact by our decisions, but only massive decisions of huge groups of consumers will have an, a strong impact on, on the on overall the economy. economy. Yeah. yeah. So, so in many to... ways, we're reacting to the conditions. Yeah, because look what a paradox we have. Of course, in order to survive, we have to be thrifty. We have to predict our consequences of our behavior, and we have to be prepared for rainy days. But if all of us in the same country 
in the same time decide to be extremely thrifty, we will kill the economy. <laughs> because in the United States in particular, the economy, uh, about 55 to 60% of expenditure in your economy depends on consumers. So the behavior, the massive behavior of consumers is able to shape your current situation and the future situation as well. So, right. so, so I think you have likened the overall economy to weather. Exactly. Uh, we have, we live uh, in certain changes of weather and the economy has ups and downs as well. So, of course, we cannot, in the short time, we cannot have impact on the weather, but we have to be prepared. We have to dress properly. We have to probably save some money to be able to heat our houses in the summer. So anything we do in terms of uh, behaving like consumers uh, has short-term consequences, but also long-term implications because of our because of our decisions. And if you think why 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 other what are other reasons why we should be involved or interested in economics is our ability to protect ourselves from right. uh, dangers or uh, situations that would uh, be very difficult to cope with. So our ability to project. What else? Of course, we should be able to predict benefits or to take advantages of some situations on, in the market or in the general climate of economic activity. So, so, so if we think of it like weather, which we are all subject to, and we can't change the weather, but we can look and see what is the weather likely to be. And then we can, oh, as you say, take advantage. It looks like it's going to be a sunny day. This is a good day to go out and run and be outdoors. Or, hey, you know, it's going to be a rainy day. This is a good day to stay inside and take care of things. Or maybe if I have to go outside, let me put a raincoat on. Exactly. And what we do to pre prepare ourselves for changes in weather, we we read or we follow weather forecasts. Right. They so, are important for us. Some of us uh, begin the day with watching or listening to weather forecasts. So, <laughs> Yes, and I know you begin the day by looking at economic forecasts. Exactly. Yes. Of course, they are not that changeable. Right. But, uh, uh, you have uh, you uh, you have a, a certain habit uh, to look at weather forecasts, and then I think for consumers, for the fate of consumers, to read some interesting, well-grounded uh, uh, reports or uh, articles, or listen to um, to. Um, discussions and and tv would uh, would make 
you better prepared. Right. So what changes. would these, you know, I know that for you, um, with such vast and deep knowledge about the very broad topic of economics, for you, you do read more technical information. What about the everyday person? What can they read that acts as a guide to the economic weather and will help them better manage those risks that you've talked about? Stay indoors now, go freely outdoors. What? How can they get that information so that they can understand it at a layman's level? Uh, what I'm doing myself is reading Paul Krugman's uh, weekly uh articles published in New York Times. He tries to write uh, stuff uh, every week and the audience, the, the target group of his uh, pieces, weekly pieces, is uh, mm, uh, people who are not trained economists. All right. So, so Paul Krugman in the New York Times, that's one. Yeah. So okay. he, he tries to translate challenges the economy is to face uh, into uh, layman language and helps to understand what is going on or helps to, to, to focus attention of readers to important trends uh, we are facing and will face soon. So... That's okay. what so, I do. All right. So that's a great resource who can help us look at trends. Um, any other resource, quick one that could be digested by the everyday person like Paul Krugman's at the New York Times? What, what I would also suggest is reading well-established sources that are not uh, um, focused on trained economists, uh, the Atlantic. Uh, then I would also uh, uh, think of uh, foreign affairs, but both of those sources, they require a certain uh, general level because I think the target group are people who are already interested okay. in international matters or, or in economics. So that, yeah, so the Atlantic and foreign affairs can give you a much broader picture. Yeah. But Paul Krugman can give you trending. Yeah. So, so with this trending information, we had said uh, as a final thing we might discuss is how can you leverage this? How can you use it in your own daily affairs. So again, you can manage risk. So how might you be looking at that information so it's useful to you? It depends on the situation of, of a particular consumer or user of such an information. Uh, I would stress very much the, the need to project a time span strategy as far as spending or investments is concerned, because uh, we should not concentrate entirely on the current situation or the current uh, uh, plans to 
to buy something or to invest, we have to, all of us have to uh, expand the horizon of our uh, decisions as consumers or savers, because we have to save for rainy days. And then the decision to buy a fancy car or a new yacht has to be embedded into a whole longer term perspective because then we are getting indebted. And if a consumer or household is heavily indebted, it is so vulnerable for changes in the economic weather. So let's take a look at what we've said, that the reason why it's important to consider the economic environment is because it affects you. It's just like the weather. And you're not likely to affect it, but it will affect you. And just like you look at your phone to see what's the weather report, it really makes sense to look at what's happening in terms of economic weather. And there are some sources where you can get that information that's understandable on a layman level, very specifically the report, and I'll, I, I keep repeating this because that seems like the one that you identified that's the everyday person's, Paul Krugman at New York Times. But as you said, keeping an understanding of the broader picture, the trending picture of just what's happening, that conditions that affect the economy, like the Atlantic and foreign affairs, and I know The Economist um, is also a good source, Um But what you're doing is you're thinking about managing risk and planning and responding to what the conditions are to optimize. And so you really, as you say, you need to think plan longer term. And if you understand economics and take the time to read the reports, you can better plan and you can better manage risk. Yeah. And I would also add that as consumers, we should not be obsessed with the current, uh, our current needs. We should not be myopic because pretty often consumers uh, are becoming myopic, trying to, uh, to increase as much as possible consumption here and now, forgetting that they will have, uh, they will face in the future challenges that they have to be prepared for. So, yeah. yeah. But so, also they'll face, you know, sunshine. So, of course. yeah. Yeah. So, when to, you know, when to respond to rain and when to get out and play in the sun. Um, I would also add, this might be controversial, but if we spend some time developing our ability to interpret what is going on in our national or in the global economy, we will be better prepared to distinguish between populism, that is, simple solutions that... uh, might seduce unprepared people to follow a simplified version of the world and then to be much better prepared 
or choices we are to take when casting a vote. This is very important in Europe in particular, but I think in the United States as well. Yeah, I guess what you're saying is um, that certainly one of the things that impacts the economic weather is what's happening politically. And just like um, weather is really complicated, economics is very complicated. And the idea that you you can pull one simple lever and it will all be fixed is seductive. But, you know, and it, it is hard for people to think in terms of complexity because they want things simplified. And in fact, I really wanted a more simple um, bit of information here about economics, but I'm afraid that uh, we're having to conclude that it's, you know, complex enough. You got to really pay attention. Uh, yes. You know, we, in when interpreting and, and studying the, the way the economy function, we have to remember that there are several musts, unavoidable situation in which you have to sacrifice the current the, the, your current position in order to be stronger in the future and if if i may add something more the better people and men in the street are prepared and able to comprehend the complexities they would be better prepared and they would create a leeway for sensible politicians that are responsible for the long-term perspective of our nations. Well, you make a great final point, which is that there is some sense of contribution you can make at a greater level by being informed. You are adding to the common good because a well-informed collective is going to be able to influence the economy in a more positive way. So yeah. I totally agree. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for um, trying to simplify, again, what is complex, but encouraging us to take it on and, and, and contribute to our own well-being and to the greater good by being better informed. Thank you very much for your invitation. It was great to talk to you. You too. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line.